Welcome to the Boy Thrive Podcast, where we're passionate about empowering boys and men. With insights and practical advice from experts and real-life stories from men who have overcome challenges, we're creating a supportive and inclusive community that helps boys and men thrive in all areas of their lives. Introducing your host, Apondo Maureen, who is passionate about nurturing a future generation of all-rounded responsible fathers, husbands, leaders, brothers, and uncles, who are secure about their role in society and encourage both genders to thrive. The Boy Thrive podcast will be available twice a month, so be sure to subscribe and tune in for new episodes. Hello once again, I'm so glad that you could connect today again about Boy Thrive podcast. And today we are going to talk about vulnerability. We do realize that sometimes um, men find it difficult or boys find it difficult to be vulnerable, especially to strangers or just to people they love because they have not created a culture in themselves to do this. And of course, they haven't um, had a safe space to make this happen. So today we have the opportunity to talk. So today we have the opportunity to talk with Adeshina Akorende, who is a Nigerian by descent and is living in EAU. Um, Adeshina is an advocate of impactful living, an African with a solution, a global entrepreneur, but the one that really tops it all is a faith-driven investor startup expert. Adeshina has tried different businesses and most of them have failed, but eventually this one taught him some very, very critical lessons about being vulnerable, being able to share what he feels and what his fears are, and also allowed him to just open up to growth, because the moment you are able to talk about how you feel, then you're able to talk about how you grow. Welcome to our show. Adeshina. My name is uh, Adeshina Akorede Steven. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a faith-driven entrepreneur. I'm a kingdom ambassador. Yeah, I think that's important. <laughs> yes. Today we were talking about men and allowing men to really just be vulnerable with themselves, be able to ask for help whenever they need it, and feel free to actually seek for help. Because in truth, we are all people who need help. We all need support. But um, I think it has something to do with our culture that men find it a little bit harder to ask for it than uh, women are, for example. So talk, talk to us about men and their need for vulnerability. All right. So I'm, I'm going to pick from the fact that uh, we all have to understand that as men, you see, the first man that was recorded in the entire universe was created by God. And then... The scripture, since I'm a faithful person, I'm going to be using the scripture consistently because yes. for me, we can't get any truth, any ear hells, except from the scripture. Yes. So the first man that was created, that was ever recorded in the entire universe, was created by God. And the scripture says that before I found you, I know you, right? So there's one fact that we have to first reckon with all together, which is the truth that we cannot know ourselves much more better than the one who created us. And we cannot then also try to prove more stronger than the person who created us. The person that created us, this, he knows us much more. So it then is that every part of our lives, be it the weakness, be it the strength, be it the 
the the um, the faulty side of our life, God is aware of every part. Yes. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. I do, I do. So most of the time, women, we 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 don't want to accept the fact that oh, I'm I'm getting deep. Oh, I don't want to I don't want to express this part of my life. I don't want to do this. I don't want to put this part of me out there. People might judge me. What would people say? What would people do that? But you know what? You are having that thought because you know you can do it. And you then that you can do it is a proof that you have that seed inside of you. And that you have that seed inside of you means that God is aware that that seed is inside of you. And to think that God is aware that that seed is inside of you means that he has also created people of like-minded and like passion like you that are supposed to strengthen you and make you a better version of yourself. I really just love the idea that, um, you know, when we're going through things, especially, um, you know, the men kind of, uh, they close up and think it's just them. The fact that actually you are meant to be with other people and that you are not suffering alone is actually something that should be an eye opener to most of people. So what is your suggestion yeah. that, um, you know, like in a typical situation, you find somebody has just gotten um, bad news, for example, he's been laid off work or, uh, you know, they've faced something as, as terrible as maybe passing off somebody who they, are, they love. And they are struggling to process all this pain, all this suffering, but uh, they find it difficult to like talk about it. What's the way forward? I'm going to miss the way forward in two parts. And I'm going to first speak it from a personal story of mine. You know, like I said the other time that I say, in fact, I'm still telling as my signature. Yes. I've done several businesses and I've, I've failed. It's a good thing because I learned forward and I learned to, to do things in a more better form, right? But here is the thing. There was a time there was a time in my life about three years ago, I just failed. I just lose about $500K. And then it was so huge of me. Everybody that I had hope on was nowhere to be found. In fact, was, at some point, I did not have strength to talk to anybody again, right? So at that particular point of my life, a lot of things were going up there. And at the same time, I'm looking for, you see, every man that is going through anything negative from your brother is looking for who to talk to. Yeah. Every man going, I'm going to say it again, every man going through a pain, one way or the other, is looking for who to talk to. It's especially, especially married men. In fact, this most of married men are going through much more than they want to talk to. But most of the time, they don't have, they don't have solace in their wives. And it's a blessing when you are, you can talk to your wife and you can talk to someone like your fiance and you can talk to like that. That is why it's good to be in a relationship with your friend. But here is the thing, for men that are not even in relationship, the first thing that we should do is to first learn to talk to God. Yes. God, and then again, the second thing is have good relationship around you. I'm not talking about relationship that is not based on benefit space. <laughs> I mean, good relationship of people that are ready to hold you strong and strengthen you, come what may or whatsoever may happen. So the importance of those two things can never be overemphasized. The first thing you have to do first is learn to talk to God about what exactly you are going through. That is what I've, I've learned to do first. And when we are not talking about learning to talk to God about what you are going through, is 
knowing how to talk to God about it. As for me, I talk to God as if I'm talking to a person. I talk to him, oh, this is what happened. In fact, most of the time, I get my solution from talking to him. I get what we do going forward from talking to him. Not most of that, almost all of that. But at the at second point, we might not, some of us, um, I mean, some people might not have that courage or knowing how to talk to God themselves. They need somebody around them. There's this story that I love to, I love to talk about, the story from the scripture. It's a story of a woman that's out of the couple that was doing wedding that invited Jesus to their wedding. And the mother of Jesus was there. You see, that story is so important. The people that were doing the wedding, we don't know anything about them. The people that were celebrating their occasion, we don't know their name. The scripture says that there was a wedding happening in Canaan and they invited Jesus. So we invite them guests. The most important thing is the invited guests we know. And there are some other guests, but something happened in that wedding. Their wine got finished. And the wine, when the wine got finished, no one to meet Jesus was one of the people doing the wedding. The person that went to meet Jesus was the mother of Jesus and said their wine has finished. So that it may, may explain the role of an intercessor that, see, these people, I know them, and their shame is my shame. Their honor is my honor. If we don't find a solution to this problem that is happening, not only will they be ashamed, I will also be ashamed because I'm there. That is a perfect example of having a good relationship around you. So most times, you might not be able to go to Jesus or go to God yourself and say that this is what is going on around you. But you see, the advantage of having good people around you, seeing what is that is going on with your life, they can help you go to God and tell him, this person, I know him, and this is what is happening with his life. I need you to help me do something about their situation and about their challenges. And it's as simple as that. I really love the idea of relationship because... You know, um, as I'm learning the Bible, I realize that we human beings are the ones who have the right to be on the earth. And that being said, mm -hmm. even God, even Satan, will use a body to do their bidding yeah. or do their needs. So it means that even when God wants to bless you or help you with people who support you, he'll use a man. Yeah? Right. That's he'll right. He'll use a man. So it is uh, God through men for men. God through men. I used to I used to say this most of the time. See, when yeah. we pray and we pray, we finish praying, and then either praying personally or someone is is praying for you or something, they will definitely end the prayer with "In Jesus' name, we pray." Yes. And he will respond by saying "Amen." When you break it, you get down. You will discover that what you are saying is "Amen." Yeah. So the response to what you just finished praying is "Amen." Look at that. It's this simple. Many of us don't understand that when we say, in Jesus' name we pray, it's not an alarm to tell everybody to stop praying. What we are saying is, we are praying as a man in Christ, in Jesus, Jesus as an entity. We are praying inside him. The scripture says that in him we live and move and have So we are praying in him. So when we say in Jesus' name we are praying, we just finished praying as a man in Jesus. Yeah. Then our response is now a man. In other words, a man that will be led by God to come and bring about the solution and the answer to the prayer we just finished praying. So the, the man can be you, the man can be me, the man can be my friend, the man can be a total stranger. 
it's 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 just it's just as simple as that. So every time we finish praying, have that consciousness. They say Jesus in your prayer. Now you know that statement has brought me three things. Eh? First is about talking to God. So, most of the time, uh, men wonder why women don't submit to them, and I realize that yeah. when uh, a woman is with a man, a man who yeah. is focused on God, then it means that there is a direction. A woman will easily submit to somebody who has direction, who shows leadership, mm. who shows where mm. are we going as a family, than the one who, yeah. like, if you ask, um, for example, I have a husband and I ask him, what do you think about maybe getting the, ch- the children in this particular school? And he'll be saying something like, I don't know, you, what do you think? You know, that already shows me that there's no leadership in that. But probably I'll, I'll, I'll be angry as, someone who is not a man but then as a man what is it that they're missing what what part of them that is missing this understanding because at the end of the day we're looking at how do you thrive with the people you live around after all god is going to bless a man through a man so you gotta have to understand how do you live with people around you and if we're talking about leadership then a man should know that his major role is to take care of his family for example because the identity of everything after that falls under that so this could be a lot of pressure and we are in a world where we have the believers and we have the non-believers yes how do because yeah. we, are, we are looking at really helping everybody how do we then have yeah. a man who should be a leader to be in that that space where he should understand that he's a leader what is the gap they, 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 they answer to i guess what they're trying to say but yes. Um, of course, first thing we have to first establish is the principle that we work with as a kingdom person is quite different from the principle of the world. Mm-hmm. But some some part of it are quite um, are quite common, I mean, in both ends. Yes. Which is one thing. As a man, there's no point shying away from what you are supposed to do. Yes. That is the word. Most of the time, many of these people. It, we we have people that do not know how to take responsibility, people that do not know how to handle their mess, people that do not know how to confront their mountains. The world is not for people like that. If, I'm sorry for coming that at, but I, I don't know how to I don't know how to contain the truth. I have to say it. that's that's it. The world is not waiting for. The ability to be audacious about every season and every level that we have yes. is is tuned. And then, what we say the people are not um, are not embracing the leadership as they should is as same as saying that people are not willing to take responsibility as they should. Yes. Because when you are ready to take responsibility. You you are also saying that you are ready to pay the prices that comes alongside you. So it then means we we then must stand up as we have. Of course, there are pressures. Of course, there would be pressures. Of course, there would be obstacles. But you see, the part that you you stood your feet and said, "I want to face this thing that is happening between." Is hope is has already giving you an hedge over others, and you cannot you cannot underestimate that. So we have to raise a community of people that must be willing 
to take responsibility and dare to be different from others. It's that simple. So either they are faith people, either they are not faith people. Let them be willing to take responsibility. In fact, in this world as it is now, we people of the world are just catching up. Look at many of the big, big things that we could talk about. When you look at the men that are behind them, they are not, the majority of them are not faith people. They are not people of faith. Now, if we are having people like that and they are positively impacting the entire world, so it then means that if I take responsibility and I dare to dream and I dare to be different, there is a place for me. There's a part I love to tell when I'm when I'm when I when I'm talking to people. I said, "What the scripture says that when the when God was blessing me, I said, have dominion over the pieces of the sea and over the beds of the air, and was blessing the, and was declaring the blessings upon man. It was not the blessing is not to either you are born again or you are not born again. Yeah, you we have to we have to come up and see ourselves as we are called." There's already there's already a blessing attached to that. So when you see yourself as what you are called to be, everything will seem different to you. So you will not we will not have a a a, a need, an issue and target as a disadvantage or as an excuse to why we are not doing what we are supposed to do. Actually, the reason why even in this discussion is because you made a post about being vulnerable. And being yeah. vulnerable is something that is not only hard for men, it's also hard for women. But I think women have affected the art of being really vulnerable because I think if you ever want to achieve anything with anyone else, you got to be at a point where you expose your weakness. And this yeah. is, um, could you just you know take us through that vulnerability, especially being a man? How How is it different from maybe females and what could they maybe do to just make sure that they are at a point where they don't feel embarrassed about their, their, their weaknesses and all that, and just seek for help? Because what I, I, I acknowledge very much is men need help, especially in this era, they do need help. So tell us much about that. This part, part I was looking at the topic, this topic alone is something we could talk about for weeks. Yeah. I will not come to an end of it, but you see, as for men, when we're talking about vulnerability, how men, one way or the other, express a part of them that they really do not feel and that they really don't want to most of the time. Because some people just used to restrain themselves and try to control themselves for not being a voice. Every man will definitely express their um, some level of vulnerability when they are around the people. So it's a come around the kind of associations. And to think that it's not even men being vulnerable to a woman. In fact, I mean, so fellow like man. Yes. Yeah. In fact, they find, they find, they find a place to do that much more. But when they're around the women that love so much and they receive love from, they will have vulnerable. Oh, okay. Right. Because you see, if, for example, what we are doing right now is an expression of being vulnerable, because this that we are doing will definitely go out. And you see, this vulnerability thing, we, the fact that we don't really want always talk about is also uh, the the kind of vulnerability that we are willing to express is also determined by our level of high. 
by level of intelligence, by level of our capacities. So most of the time, we shy away from what we are not prepared to handle. And I'll give you a perfect example. Like, just send me the scripture. There's a woman in the scripture that went to Jesus with a very expensive jar of oil. And then she went to Jesus with a side falling at her feet. She was completely vulnerable, not, not thinking about whatsoever anybody do, whatsoever they say. Another version of the scripture says that she was using her tears and her ear to wipe the feet of Jesus, right? She was completely vulnerable. What some disciples were telling Jesus, do you know, do you know how expensive this child oil is? Do you know that this child oil, we can sell it and feed the poor with it? And you are doing this. And I spoke to them and he says that the poor and the needy you will always have with you, but you will not always have me with you, right? So in that instance, the reason why some people are she 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 was able to gain strength in the action of being vulnerable because she was around someone she loves and a true lover. If she had done that someone else, she might she might blame herself for the rest of her life. But she was around someone she is in love with and someone that is also a lover that understands her action. So in other words, every man can be vulnerable when we are, I mean, when we are around someone that totally understand our lives perfectly. The a close friend, what I mean friend, I mean a friend. I'm not I'm not talking about people that just throw words anyhow. I don't just throw my words anyhow. I mean friend when the person is not. I've learned I've learned a lot. I was telling someone, I was talking, I was in a talking session with someone, the person was doing the introduction. I will not call someone that is not my friend a friend. You see, that word is a very big word that we cannot just actually throw around anyhow we like. So I'm not just talking about people that throw words around and say, oh, my friend, my friend, no. Yeah. Right? When you are around people that are genuinely in love with you, being vulnerable will not be a problem because being vulnerable is not a weakness. So it's, it's about the space. It's about the space and the people who are around. I understand people keep saying that men prefer respect to love. Is that true? That, that a, man would rather, a man would rather be respected than be loved. Is that true? <laughs> See, can you hear the scriptures? Now, this is it. I feel like no man can reject honor. I mean, instead of the word respect, I'll just say honor because respect for me a lot of things. But honor, no man can genuinely reject genuine honor. In fact, the scripture says that when the scripture was going to talk about the relationship between man and woman, he said, man, love your wife as Christ loved the church. Now, before a woman submits to your husband, it allows honor your husband. So, no man can genuinely disregard honor because, and, and to think that genuine honor comes from the place of love. So, it's still quite similar, even though when we break it down, my own book's similar, but here is the thing. Yeah. It's just as simple as when it comes to man, love 
I mean, express love to woman. That is how best they understand that you care about them. Express love to them. But it's when it comes to man, woman has to break down the definition of love and bring it to the place of honor. It was, it's just, it's just, it's just, that's what I feel, I feel like it is. So I think I should just stop there. <laughs> So I think the things that I've picked from this discussion so far is that uh, a man should always uh, prioritize talking to God or, um, you know, just communing with God on a daily basis, not a one-off thing. The other thing is try to create a um, relationship because the only way you're going yeah. to be vulnerable as a man is within people who understand you. And understanding, of yeah. course, it also means honor. So that could be a man and a fellow man. It could be a woman, could be your mother or your sister, whoever it is. Just make sure that you're yeah. at a point where you... Uh, and that actually brings the idea of, you know, choosing your friends very carefully. Choosing your cycle very right. carefully because the cycle you choose is the kind of mindset you will have. And if you have, mm -hmm. if you are in your group, you're the one who has the cleanest mindset or the most positive mindset, and the rest are dumping, soon you'll have a very dumped kind of mindset. Is that not true? Very true. So, man, um, as much as you, you know, um, we're talking about being vulnerable, the only place you will be able to be vulnerable is within the place, the space you create. So again, it comes to responsibility. Yeah. Are you willing, are you ready to create that space? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the goal. It's a perfect subject. <laughs> When we are talking about um, being vulnerable, that is the workspace. It's easier to say be vulnerable yeah. at home. How do you handle being vulnerable at workspace? At your workspace? Yes, at your work, maybe a career out, out of the home, you know, space where you have created maybe that environment. Now out there, that's simple. Taking responsibility. It's that simple. Take your responsibility and be willing to go all out and enjoying the process. I mean, you have your goal in view, you have your targets in view, and you know that this is what I'm really going for. So anything, in as much you desire that dream, you desire the process also. So everything that comes along with the process, you'll be willing to give into it. Tell me about this idea of being a lion and being a lamb. I don't know if you're conversant with it, that a man should be a lion, but also a lamb. How do this very different personalities uh, live in one person. You see, of so those words just come under understanding yourself, understanding who you should be to get what you want to get, and then understanding how to be your true self. I mean, to yourself, be true. You see, being a lion and being a lamb, it's just, it's just, it's just as simple as being willing to hear anything as much as you want to roar at everything you want to roar and then at some other time knowing when to be a lion and knowing when to be a lamb is more important so that's the come on that knowing who you truly are knowing what you should be to get what exactly you want to get right and then knowing how to depend up your free self it just comes from life being a lamb by be having listening ears a lot of things instead to you and just be quiet and just look be attentive listen understand what exactly is going on then at another point in time you go all out at what you want to get so it's it's it's, it's that simple the knowing when 
tell us something about um, the, the the lessons you've learned through your own experiences. Probably share a little bit of your experiences, the lessons you've learned, uh, you know, in the area of being able to pursue your dreams and also being vulnerable and using that to your advantage as a man. That is another stakeholder discussion on its own. <laughs> yeah, but just, because... of course, today, remember, we're just talking about the little bit of them. We're going to get deep into this soon. Yeah, you see, number one is what I just mentioned um, last. Yes. It's the, the advantage of knowing your true self. I mean, being true to yourself comes first. I mean, when you are true to yourself, you know what you can do and not what you can what you cannot do. You see, one of the thing I said we need to go deeper is because we need to understand when to keep pursuing and when to give up. And the major reason why many people are feeling burned out is because number one, many people have put in effort to being vulnerable with a lot of people. That they are not getting the response that they expect as a reward. They are not getting request. They are not getting any reward from it. It looks like um, they are even being attacked more than they are being embraced. Yes. So in that sense, you not find much more uh, courage to step out to do what they should anymore. Another mistake is whatsoever happened. What this is what I do for myself. Okay. Like for example, um, like I was saying earlier, when I had a huge failure in one of my businesses. So I told unfortunately, I'm a man of many people, but I have many people in my country. But you see, my that season of my life did not realize that I just I do not have anybody. I only have very few people. Yes. Because uh at that time and before that, that season of my life, I was grateful that I, I had people around me. In fact, I have people that even their families were willing and we are going all out to support me. It was that much. But it only came for, from the 1% of people that were around me. Right? So it, it then means that when you have, uh, when we have positive people around us, we will have the courage to take us step out when we feel down. Say at that stage of my life, I told some of the people around me, I said, we cannot sit here say we die. Now this has happened. Let's try again. Let's do another thing again. So I told I told them, I said, my business just this is a business that collapsed. They accepted a few people less than one thousand. But can, should I shut my entire life? I mean, the entire call of God upon my life, the vision he has given me, the dream he has given me, the cost of these people that were just affected. If I sit down here, I will not be able to amend the mistake and the error I've made. Yeah. So the beauty of revenge only happens when you keep forging ahead. Either way, we have to keep forging ahead. So, whatsoever happened, either you feel vulnerable that you are, either you 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 step out to do the impossible and it fail, the duty is then stepping forward to project. Mm. So that has anchored my life to the name and to move when God wants to move and to stop when God wants to stop. 
No one understanding who you truly are. No one to talk and want to give up. And then being willing to try again anytime you say those three things are held So every other thing. I really, I really love the idea of the falling part because somebody mentioned that when you're down, there's no, no more, no, no deeper place you can go. The only place now you can go is up. So enjoy very much when you go down and when you are down because the only other place you can now go from that point is going up. So falling and failing yeah. is not a death sentence. It's actually a place where now you can recover. And that kind of recovery is 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 going to be more permanent. Exactly. Because they are building with better understanding and better insight. And so your final words to our audience, please. Yeah, it's such it's such a great honor being here today. I must I must be sincere. Like I said, I'm not really that a virtual person. Yeah, uh, I don't like posting. I mean, when I want to, then or when I should let you, then go. But coming here is such is such a huge honor. If I when I told my people that I was going to join uh, a live podcast, they're like. Like, yeah, I, I have to because I get my word already. And because um, I love it because you are addressing one of the most important topics that needs that our generation feelings. Yes. So I, I really look forward to, to its house come. I really look forward to many more people that's going to be discussing these topics. And I really look forward to how much your sessions are going to be blessing lives. Yes. Really. So it's got a huge honor to be here. I mean, I do not take it for granted. I hope that we'll be able to take this because now we have a more deeper discussion that we need. Yeah. Having risen it from this one. So thank you so much for your time. Yeah, man. Thank you for listening to the Boy Thrive podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and learned something new about stepping up for boys and men. We'd love to hear your thoughts and questions on the topics we discussed. You can connect with us on LinkedIn. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at at Boy Thrive Podcast. Don't forget to hit the follow button to stay up to date with our latest episodes and updates. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and Spotify. By subscribing, you'll never miss an episode, and you'll be the first to know when new content drops. Thank you again for listening to the Boy Thrive Podcast. We appreciate your support and can't wait to connect with you on social media.